Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Ryan Out Loud. I am your host, Ryan Lewis, and I am here with my special guest, friend in my head, but we are friends. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, welcome to Ryan Out Loud, the one and only Typhon. Welcome. Thank you. To, I'm glad to be talking to you. I need to, I say this, I've been saying this every episode this season and I need to look into it. I need a crowd like the, uh, you know, clapping, like <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Yeah, a little, you know, how, first of all, how are you? I'm good. I'm really good, actually. I've been yeah. working on myself a lot spiritually and um, growing and evolving. I'm doing great. You're sure. You look like a, the listeners, you are listening, but I can see his beautiful face. Your Aww. skin is glowing. The beard is full and moisturized. You Thank look you. very relaxed. So that's that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Thank you. This has been, this interview has been in the works for a while. Like it was yeah. uh, trying to get it to work when you released uh, Raw, re releasing all words. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. AKA Raw. Yeah, you're Raw, right. right. That's what, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. when I saw your title, when that backtracking, when I saw the title, made me, I'm a wrestling fan. And I was like, Raw, you know, like Raw is war. But oh, how my I loved wrestling at one point, too. Yeah, back in the day. But, anyways, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you, we get off topic. But, anyways, <laughs> this has been in the works. Scheduling would not allow me to be great because I wanted to extend the platform to you and know knew that you were always welcome on Ryan Out Loud, but timing is everything. Everything mm -hmm. happens when it's supposed to, okay? And we are a few months out of the release, of your most recent release, but before we go into <laughs> your projects, because I want to pick your brain, because you just be like, I'm listening, like I told you, I, <laughs> I was listening to you just talk like all your projects today, yesterday, last night, and today. And I was just like, some of your lyrics, like, I was just like, like a, a poetry session. Okay. Like it just, uh, <laughs> whoa. I'm like, what? What? Anyways, <laughs> introduce yourself quickly to the Ryan Out Loud listeners to those who might not be familiar, those who know, but we will get to know you throughout this episode. Yes. My name is Tyvon, my birth name, um, AKA my stage name. Um, I'm from Norfolk, Virginia, uh, Norfolk State University graduate, uh, studied mass communications and journalism. Uh, I'm a musician, I'm a poet, I'm a writer, you know, multifaceted. And um, yeah, just an overall creative and wanting to be a healer for as much people as I can. So that's pretty much the gist. And you've done that through music. Like, I think we came across each other and on social media, on Twitter first. Mm -hmm. And I think you had just released uh, Honeymoon's Over. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> that's what made me go back because I'm like, okay, there's no way. Like, lyrically, you were just you were speaking to me. And I'm like, Ooh. this is crazy. How am I late to the Taiwan party? Like, what's happening? <laughs> So let me go back. And then that's when I went to, what's it? What is your first, your 2019's release of Versatile? Versa, is it Versatile, right? It depends how you want to say, you know, so I always, versatile, there is two ways you can say it, right? Versatile. Versatile, versatile. You know, it depends. It really depends like where you from, I guess, like either or. And then that's where, let me pull, cause I got to get my, my, um my accurate information. Okay. <laughs> to pull up the receipts. So with Versatile, that was your first, okay, that's where Paradise, okay, Paradise yes. hit me, because I heard when you released Honeymoon's Over, and I was like, it was just your first, your opening tracks are just, you mm. set the tone, you come in with a boom. Like, that's so important. We're going to get into that too, because, you know. But I just want to take us back, Ryan Out Loud listeners, back to the beginning. Um, when you knew that music was something like this is it, like you have, like you said, you're multi-talented, you're multi-talented, you can do just about anything, mm -hmm. uh, but music, knowing that you had the gift to 
to connect with people through your your poetry and then transforming them into yeah music how talk 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 us back through that oh so I've always wanted to do music um I remember in the fourth grade my dad he bought me a guitar for my birthday uh, an acoustic guitar um and from then I started writing music um I wanted to be a singer but you know that takes a lot of time like you know vocal classes and you know you got to drink the tea and you can't speak as much you know you want to save your voice and blase blase so I'm like "Mm, don't want to say I'm lazy but like I just didn't have time to to like really perfect that yeah but um that's when I got into poetry I'm just like okay you know poetry is still like musical in a sense and um it helped me become more vocal because growing up I've always been introverted never really talked a lot in classes but poetry was like one of my outlets like to create so um but then in high school I kind of lost the passion for music overall and I wanted to be a chef so I took culinary arts classes like all four years in high school and I just thought I'm like okay you know cooking is cute you know it, it it's a great distraction it's a great like release or relief whatever but then my first semester in college, um, my first semester in college, my final project in one of my classes, we had to actually write a rap and perform it in front of the class about what we learned through that whole semester. So I wrote to the Truffle Butter Beat. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Nikki, Shout one of my influences. Um, and I tapped back in instantly like, yo, like, I forgot how much music meant to me like as a child and that kind of like rebirthed my love for music. And I'm like, this is what I'm destined to do. Like I always wanted to do it and I, you know, lost it, but then I found it again. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is for me. So I always knew like music was like my passion was my outlet to like not only help myself, but to help other people like who could relate to me, who may be feeling the same feelings I'm feeling and, just as long as like one person can relate and it helps one person, like I've done my job, mission accomplished. I love that. I love that. And it's funny because like I don't know you personally, right? But just from mm-hmm. us being on social media, how you know, friends on social media, how you you pop up, right? You'll pop up <laughs> and then you'll be like, I'm 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 good on a couple you know like you might pop up you know check in like here and there you good everybody good and you know and then you go you you disappear which I'm gonna get into that because I need to (laughs) those I need to do the same practices because it's like there's a thing between like (laughs) content creating and being an independent artist where you feel like you have to be seen or you know, because you don't have that backing by a big machine. You can't just drop something and it's like, oh, and it's yeah. with hours I have like a hundred thousand listens. You know, like yeah. It's a process, child. So you grew up in Virginia and poetry. So give me some of your influences. Like who were some of your like that inspire who Taiwan is today as the artist, the writer? How did what were some of your influences? Um, as a child or just like now all over, like throughout, all over. I know Ooh. things change, but like that stuck yeah. with you through your kid, teenage years to you as an adult, how to, which some of them influences, mm. I know it can change because I, you know, yeah, it can change. I will say Nikki, like listening to her on my space in middle school, like she kind of gave me confidence in a sense, like. You know, because for me, like, just to backtrack a little bit, um, just the way how, like, society can be when it comes to, you know, Black queer boys, et cetera, mm. et cetera. I was really, I was kind of ashamed to listen to, like, women, like, in music. I thought I had to listen to men, you know. I just remember, like, just feeling like I would be judged. But I remember, like, I put... Nicki Minaj's Curious George on my MySpace page and that's when I like first started to like not give a fuck like slowly but surely like you know just came in tune with myself and being authentic and being okay with with being myself so she's 
my biggest like inspiration as far as like music. But other than her, Solange, she's one of my biggest inspirations as far as like creativity, minimalism. Um, I can, I get that. I get that. Like, Just like your album covers too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Versatile, the album, well, EP cover for Versatile oh, definitely yes. was inspired by Solange the Mask. Um, I was really inspired by When I Get Home. When that came out March 1st, 2019, that's when I started like really taking music seriously, like putting it on streaming platforms, um, just taking it to the next level. So she's another inspiration of mine. And um, recently, some of my inspirations have changed. Like I've been into Prince a lot lately. I've been into yeah. Tupac a lot lately. Um, and I feel like I'm missing somebody. That's pretty much like your main my major. Oh, Kendrick Lamar. Ooh, I, ooh, my fellow Gemini. Listen, can I tell you something? When it comes to the lyricism, yes. I have a note here that, and I can't remember which song it was. I think it was just the whole project that I was like, this really reminisce. You really reminisce of what I would list, like how listening to Kendrick, what Kendrick Lamar yes. sounded to me. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah, because I just, so um, when I was, I think like eighth grade or ninth grade, you know the saying, like, ignorance is bliss? Like, I used yeah. to say that all the time. So then, like, one day I randomly searched ignorance is bliss on YouTube, and I found Kendrick Lamar. And ever since then, I've been a big fan of his, too. How did I forget that? My fellow Gemini, yeah. like That yeah. is crazy, because, I I mean, eventually I was going to mention how that is <laughs> That See, you, you be knowing. You I be mean, knowing. no, I'll be right there. I might be late sometimes, but I'll be right there. You hip. You hip. <laughs> you hip to it. <laughs> So it's funny you say that I usually play the game this or that. I usually wait to the end, but I'm going to ask one right now. Okay. So Solange is a seat at the table or when I get home? Is it when I get home? Oh, yeah. Um, oh. I will say when I get home because that album, again, gave me that push to actually start releasing release publicly yeah and i am into minimalism and like the jazzy smooth elements now don't get me wrong i see at the table was that girl too you know speaking yeah. on yeah. blackness and black excellence and the importance of family and self but i'll say when i get home just because i kind of birth me as an artist truly so when you initially when you said because you dropped the two eps because R.A.W. is considered your album, right? So I consider it an EP, but like on streaming platforms, it says album. But when I think of seven songs, I think of an EP. That's what I was, because I was wondering, because I was looking yeah. at how, and I always wonder how that looks, because from my end, I'm looking at it, it says the two, you know, like two EP yeah, yeah, albums. Yeah. I was like, let me, let me double, let me clarify. <laughs> so how much, like you, so you drop Versatile, versatile like I'm a, Whatever you want to say. Hey, a versus tomato, tomato. <laughs> that was like, and that was in 2019, but coming into 2020, mm. you know, we all, everybody went through a, a the, the COVID, coronavirus, Ciao. COVID, the world shut down. Some of us had mm. sense to stay the fuck home. Okay. <laughs> Which I, I was thinking about like, cause you know, now like I'm, you see in your Facebook memories, like three years ago, all the like on my especially on my Facebook I see all the memes yeah. and that I shared or you know like that was a cope that's how we coped was to yeah. some of us you know making jokes or you know whatever however that goes but how as a creative right as an artist somebody that is used to being out in the world but then yet you are very introverted right yeah so how was that was it a were you like, oh, girl, shut the whole... Sh I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine with no human interaction for a little bit, but also allowing you to tap into your creativity because you dropped Honeymoons Over in like the late summer of 2020, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how was that moment periodic, like, you know, as a human, mm. as a introvert, introvert, as an artist? That's a great question. So... I was thankful <laughs> in the sense of I was able to work from home. Okay. Um, yes. 
I'm definitely grateful at that time to be able to still make income. Because um, unfortunately, a lot of people, that wasn't their case. So I was definitely blessed and grateful and didn't take it for granted. But my job specifically that I had, I was working for a mortgage company and I was the, not only was I the only black person in my team, I was the only black man. I was the only black queer man. So my team was nothing but Caucasian women. Mm. And, you know, in the beginning for me, it was cool to, to be at home with my family. But after a while, I noticed that they were giving me a lot more work than I can handle. And they know that it was unrealistic. Like they would give me certain assignments that were like three times the amount that I would do in the office. And it's like, okay, I understand that we're home now, but I still have a life. My mental health does matter. I do have yeah. a life outside of this job. So I ended up quitting in July of 2020. And I'm like, yo, now I feel a lot better. I have a lot more free time because they wanted what well, I was working like overtime like crazy like they really took advantage of covid like not in an optimistic way in my opinion because they i remember like them bitches would go to to the beach and shit and i would be the one like still online and shit like yeah it, it gets really deep so i ended up i was fed up with that shit so yeah. i did quit in july but i kid you not ryan like once i quit like that's when honeymoons over began to you know come into the reality into the real world, you know, I started writing, chilling on my hammock, like just feeling so much better, just letting go of that toxicity and just that that negative space that I was in with them particular people at that particular job. And um, yeah, it gave me nothing but free time. So it's like, shit, Tavon, you asked for this free time, you got it. You know, I think, yeah. Yeah, utilize, you know, take advantage of it. You know, the resources that I do have, you know, shout out to my engineer. His name is Abe, mixed by Abe. He, um, we were able to still work, through, even though the COVID shit was crazy, you know, put your mask on, keep your distance, yes. boom, 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 get out. But yeah. we made it work and Honeymoon's Over was then birthed in August. So yes. like that was a short July, you left the job. Of course, and then you had the free time, but you so you really got your project done in within some weeks. Yes, like when initially, I... how did you? How many songs did you, you know, have in, intentions with like releasing for honeymoons over to downside? Which you know, like I said, you're we were talking off off. Yeah, <laughs> you're a perfectionist, right? Very much. So narrow it down to six songs, okay? And even six mm -hmm. songs, 19 minutes total. Yeah. That's some perfectionist shit right there. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that if I like, I told you my best friend is a Gemini. You guys are perfectionists. Yeah. So that is literally, oh. and you'd have got extra credit if it was 20 minutes because I'd have been like, okay, this is, <laughs> I mean, it's perfect regardless, okay? But like, this is, like, I can't even, I have so many tabs open in my head with Dang. trying to make decisions for podcasts or like cover art or just the simple things. Like, I can't even, pick, I'm indecisive about eating, okay? No, same. <laughs> I will go eat two Oreos and go to bed because I can't figure out what the fuck I want to eat. Because like. <laughs> you yeah, we're so similar. I'm so weak. Oh. <laughs> So um, like that process when you were like you the job that chapter has ended, I can now focus comfortably mm -hmm. on my craft, on my passion, music. Yes. And although versus how was your first, that was your first, that was your first official release. But like yeah. that transition from versus till now having, you know, COVID into honeymoons over, like just please, I'm gonna shut up. Oh, um, I had way more songs than six, <laughs> but in that point in time, I really, well, still to this day, I believe that, you know, spreading love and just telling different stories about love, whether it worked out or not, I really feel like it can heal 
not only myself, but other people. Because I do feel like love makes the world go round. And I feel like the world would be a way much better place if we all just like love on each other, love each other, understand each other. So that was my headspace at the time. Um, I, I feel like I had like about 20 songs all together. Oh, wow. But yeah, the way that like I think, so just to go back to Versatile, like that was like a cute introduction. It was eight minutes. Yes, it was five songs, but two of them were like interludes. So it was really three songs. And then even with those three songs, they were all freestyles in a sense. You know, there weren't they weren't the typical constructive verse one, chorus, verse two, chorus, bridge, verse three type you thing. Kept it really simple. Yeah, really I simple. I love simple. You know, yeah, you know, just because you gotta you, you gotta ease it in. Like I feel yeah, like you gotta yeah. ease your way in to um, to people's ears, to people's lives, to people's phones and their Apple Music and their Spotify and their playlist. So I really wanted to grow like little by little. So I planted that first seed. That was cute. And then when Honeymoon's over, I'm like, okay, like now it's time to, you know, do the, do, do more work, you know, do the choruses do the do the whole nine and really show people you know what I'm about because now that I introduce myself now it's time to really like dive deep and I feel like why not start with you know something love related so that was my process for that and just just wanting you know just just starting off positive like all my music is positive like I don't want to rap about shit that's not me like, I'm not the type of person to put on a facade, so I'm not going to rap about shit that I never lived or things that I don't do. That's not me. Because, like, I feel like when you're yourself, people people can sense when you're yourself. You can't fake energy. You can't fake personality without, you know, especially with people who have, like, a great gift of discernment. So I'm like, I have to just stick to my soul and just follow my soul calling and just what I really feel like I'm destined to do on this earth. Can I tell you what your music sound feels like? Absolutely. Your music feels like two, there's two different feelings I get. And these are two of my favorite moments um, in just existing. Um, The first is like a summer, spring, summer day. Like either it's, it had just rained or it is like, cloudy but still nice and I'm Mm -hmm. riding in my truck and the music is just like your songs are just playing from from the beginning because I can tell you every time I've listened to your project I can't just go to one although like I said (laughs) personal favorite it is a favorite but I listen to it all and what Mm -hmm. I try to do because like there was I had to reconstruct my Ryan Out Loud playlist because it was like Tyvon. And I was like, okay, let me like <laughs> sporadically put it on because I like, I mean, I do put it on shuffle a lot, but yeah. I'm like, let me just like spread yeah. it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because so that's yeah. the first feeling I get, right? And mm-hmm. then, you know, the other feeling I get is like if I was in love with someone um, and we were at a, on a beach setting. Mm. Like how much of your your EP cover like on the yeah. beach, that same exact view like it just feels and gives me it's hopeful okay that's mm. how I feel when listening oh. to your project so I love that I love that, I, love that <laughs> I do you have a gift. yeah you know I feel like thank you I feel like setting the tone is so important um, when honeymoon's over um, the beach I was at was in my hometown well at the time well not even at the time I took a picture but I grew up uh one of the parts of Norfolk called Ocean View so I lived pretty close to the beach like I used to walk to the beach like back in middle school high school and just hang out it wasn't too far so that was the Ocean View Beach where I grew up for you know like like 10 years of my life yeah about 10 years yeah I lived there for about a decade so Ocean View so I really wanted to feel like home mm-hmm. you know I really wanted to just remember who I am, where I come from. And I just remember taking those beach walks and just feeling so at ease, feeling so at peace. And I just felt like that was the great 
that was that, that was a great setting to set the tone for Honeymoon's over EP, for the Hurt okay. over EP. Yeah, yeah. So you spot on, you spot on. I'll be there. So in this transition, is this, cause you're originally from, are you, you moved to LA? I mean, not LA, Atlanta, correct? No, well, I did, I did. Um, okay. I'm kind of all over right now. Um, Understood. I, you know, just for the sake of privacy, you know, I, I did move. I did move around a lot. I will say, I did live in Atlanta for 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 a cute second. Um, okay, because I was because my thing was like being comfortable. That was my yeah 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 point of yeah. like. I think a lot of people, you know, in the pandemic, I wish I took advantage. I didn't, but taking that time, like of you know, like oh, we're comfortable in our settings, but you, you know, I did move. Home, I for, see. I be child. I be branched moving. out. Yeah, I forgot. Child, I, I didn't so yeah that same year actually October I moved to Atlanta I did um to do this uh YouTube reality series yes that's what I was like I thought which I feel like I you have a you're if you're one you're like me when it I might not say it but my face will say it all Some of your reaction, like I remember when you were, you know, promoting and talking about it, you know, when you jumped to L. Uh, God, I keep sounding like saying LA uh, to Atlanta. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, like this is, you know, yeah. I, in my eyes, thinking uh, from a like an A&R or from a executive, you know, like, okay, cross promotion, like, let me talk about my music, but also, yes. But with you being introverted, in, introvert, like just to yourself, but, you know, how was that experience stepping into the real world? Because it can be like, I feel like Ooh. that would be exhausting. Oh, trust. Dramatic. Oh, oh, yes. You're is it as, it's, it's as dramatic as they make it? You know, like, can you still, can you talk about it? Are you, you... Yeah, I can talk about it. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable and open and, um, you know, that's a part of my journey. So, I done forgot, child. I did move to Atlanta that year, <laughs> 2020, um, for the sole purpose of doing the web series um, called The Shit We Do For Love. Um, I was on the second season. And I will say it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was out of my element, but I know that I was there too, like you said, cross-promote to speak about my music as much as I could, even though it was a dating show and it wasn't focused on like our dreams and what we do, whether professionally or creatively, I definitely made it my duty to like bring up my music. But um, I learned a lot doing that. And one of the biggest things that I learned was that if I want to continue doing reality tv like i would do it again would you do now that i learned this major thing the genuine genuineness uh, girls that a word child the (laughs) (laughs) i would say for me okay for me i took it serious yeah my feelings were really in it my intentions were pure i really wanted to make friends but i realized you know that's not everybody's motive when it comes to reality TV, these web series, some people, you know, it's for entertainment, but everybody was not authentic. Mm. And I had to learn the hard way in real life too, in real life, or like no matter what, like everybody is not going to be real with you. People will talk behind your back. People will smile in your face shade you behind closed doors so I, I i learned a lot doing the shit we do for love i really did learn a lot because i'm really nice to everybody there's no hate in my body because i just feel like there's no need like there's no need to be jealous of anybody because god's timing like you don't you don't worry about no shit like that when you just believe in god and know that he got you regardless so like i just never hated on somebody or talk shit about somebody i'm always trying to be cool with people your intentions are everybody's intentions is just not is not that and that was like the biggest thing I learned and I think being in Atlanta too knowing that you know it is the black mecca and you know a lot of the LGBTQ community is out there 
Um, I just learned that, you know, people going to do what they got to do to get to the top. And some people take different routes, different routes. Like, you know, my route is going to always to be myself, but everybody, you know, put on facades and want to be Tiffany Pollard and Nene Leaks. I get it. It's cute, but don't try it with me because I'm not on that type of time. But it was, it was, it was, it was exhausting, but I learned a lot. I feel like I grew a lot from that experience for sure and so let's we're going down a little timeline here right yeah. <laughs> so that, that steps into you into your next project right but also with into your next project you started getting a little bit more comfortable yeah. uh, doing a lot of like your I, I was like oh my god you are a oh yeah I'm like oh my god he's adorable and doing your cooking now and it makes sense because the chef you you did all yeah cooking so doing your you know your what do they call them food vlogs or your food yeah, they like, they like smoothies smoothie yeah. videos you know trying to be on my healthy ones and twos yes. and then like actually you know like oh you know open taking the vulnerability and opening up uh releasing yes. your um first personal youtube channel your personal youtube channel excuse me and letting yeah. into who you are yeah. as, as a person so how and this is my question what i'm getting to is and i'm tying this in so like as an independent artist i know mm -hmm. there is the frustration oh yes i talk to so many of you you all that i love and respect and will support no matter what if whatever in any way i can um but adding in content creating because this is the era we're in um yeah how what is that balance like for you like and uh, I mentioned it earlier like okay I'm an independent artist I don't have this mega million dollar machine behind me so I gotta be I need to be seen I need these views so that people know that oh I am not only Tyvon the creator content creator but I got projects two two EPs out and another one on the way so mm -hmm. you know, comfortable and familiar with who I am but then there's also like Okay, I don't. I want to. I want to have my do rag on. I want to smoke my blunt in peace, and I just okay. want nothing to do with the world right now. How mm. do you find that balance? Because what I admire about you is you disappear, <laughs> and not. And I mean that like respectfully, like because it's good yeah, no. to step away. And me being a podcaster or how whatever you want to call it on the Twitter timeline, trying you know to make bring awareness to like I have this going on, but. I also need to start taking breaks as well. So please fill me in. Tell me. Teach me. Ooh, <laughs> um, I will say when I started my YouTube channel, it was hard for me to balance trying to do vlogs and my smoothie videos and Q&As and then focusing on the music. And I realized that the greatest outlet for me, once again, is music, which is a big reason why I'm not as consistent with my YouTube channel as I want to be. I want to be more consistent, but I feel like with my music, it just it just hits different. And I will say, too, when I did a Q&A, I did it in my kitchen. I did get a DM and somebody clocked, like, where I lived at. And it kind of scared me. Because mm -hmm. I am about privacy at the same time, which is, yeah. which I guess we'll talk about a little bit more later, but which is why I have been kind of incognito. But that kind of scared me a little bit. Like, and then I realized, like, you, you never know who's watching you. You never know who's trying to figure out where you live. Uh, and it's not to be paranoid, but it's to be realistic. Everybody in the world, again, do not have good intentions. So when I did that Q&A and I barely showed my kitchen and somebody clocked where I lived, I said, no. I said, I have to... And that's when I started, you know, figuring out, you know, if I'm going to do videos, it'll be like a certain backdrop. It'll be a certain background where people cannot clock my kitchen. I, it was very weird, but it opened my, again, it opened my eyes oh my and God. made me like step back a little bit and remember the importance of privacy. So, child, yeah. But, you know, I do want to get back into YouTube more consistently Cause it was it was it was another way to like express myself, like just show, just like show. Because I do feel like 
as an artist, it is important to be personal and personable. Personable? Yeah. Like, yeah. With, with your audience and with who's listening. Like, they want to, like, yeah, the music is cute, but, like, what, how are you? What are you outside of the music? So I do feel like that is important, which is why I'm in my YouTube channel. But I'm just now strategizing how to do it in a way of, like, still having that privacy. But, um... Yeah, it can it, it can't be overwhelming because then I was trying to do TikToks as well. I was like, no, this is overload for me. Like, I don't even like to think a lot. So I deleted my TikTok recently, actually. I just, you know, I, I can't, I, the way that I am, I can't focus on a lot of things at once. I cannot, I will take go. Me out. Mm -mm, can't do it. So I'll go to sleep. I'll go take a nap. <laughs> you know a nice little z z z z z z literally like, like i just did a tiktok about that i was like i don't care what day it is payday whatever day i'm gonna go to any inconvenience in my life or i feel a little overwhelmed i'm gonna take a fucking nap <laughs> take a nap no it's so important because your mental health comes before anything that's how we function that's how we you know stay happy stay optimistic that's how we not get stuck in negative thoughts. That's how we move forward is to take care of our mental health, which is why I've been incognito on my social media lately. So understood. Yeah. Take some of I'm taking these, you know, these yeah. I just cause... when I tell you Ryan, like I've I've been doing it, I've been doing a lot of sacrificing in a way. Like I stopped smoking in January. So it's been two months since I smoked weed. Okay. Um, I mean that's I, that's major. Congratulations! Yeah. Here I was talking about you know, <laughs> you know I do miss it, and you know it's temporary because I actually watched the show Harlem on Amazon Prime, and it kind of spoke to me when the um character Angie, she was talking to her brothers, and they were like, you know, take a break from smoking, figure out what you need to do to get to the next level, and then once you get there, then you can hit the blunt again, like, and I really felt like that's what I got to do, like, I had to take a break just to not be as distracted, like, mm -hmm. um, it's been two months since I smoked weed, um, cutting out, I cut out hard liquor, um, what else, avoiding social media, I deactivated my Twitter, I deleted my TikTok, um, Barely on Instagram. Like, I'll check it every once in a while just in case somebody DMs me, you know, any opportunities, you know. Like, but other than that, like, I'm not posting on my stories as a recent. Um, I've been watching a lot of, like, movies and documentaries that are just, like, uplifting and positive. Like, I'm stopping. Like, I stopped um, just little shit, like, TV shows that had, like, a lot of violence and killing. Like, I just, I stopped watching shit like that, too. Like, really just reprogramming my my subconscious and my conscience and just focusing on like things that make me happy, things that make me feel good, making my smoothies every day. Now, like when I, now that I'm talking like this would be the time to do like my smoothie videos because I'd be making smoothies like pretty much every day now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm just, you know, when the time comes, I'll get back into that. But, you know, just really doing a lot of sacrificing. It, I, I don't want to say that sounds like you're sacrificing. I feel like you're being present. Mm, mm. you are being yeah, you're present right. and in the moment and just mm. like, I noticed that with myself mm. doing like concerts right yeah like when I go to a concert and I'm just like oh my god I feel like I have to get this moment and I was doing that at I do it at all the concerts but it was my favorite I'm a huge fan of Jojo and I was at her concert and I was like and I kept and I was just like I felt like she kind of clocked me, like she looked at me, right? Mm. Right there. And I was just like, I mean, everybody had their camera, but it's just one of those like self-centered main character moments. I'm like, she looked at me. Um, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Put my phone down. And I just like, literally like, I mean, I was still sneaking a little, when she performed yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my songs, I was like, let me get this moment. But I would stop and mm. just take in that moment. So I feel like you were being, you are being present. I never looked at it like that. I needed to hear that for sure. It just hits different when you just really focus on the now. Mm -hmm. um, I've been child and talking to God a lot. I've been working out, you know, getting the bodies together. Cause you know, Period. I look back at my discography and I have no music videos and you know, 
in due time, in God's timing, divine timing, it will come. But you I'm like, now. You go back and revisit some of your previous, your previous projects and do videos? Yeah, like, I'm ready to take it to that next level. Like, let's show some visuals. Like, for Honeymoon's Over, I actually wanted to do a short film for the whole EP. But just my mental was just not where I needed it to be at yeah. that time. But you know, you never know. You never know what's what's in the works. What's in the works? I know? love that. So let's move a little bit forward to, to tell me how much because you release, you drop releasing R A W. You can say raw, raw. Yeah, you released it. Look, I'm going back to my notes, and I thought I wrote it down, but I'm going to go back. You released it. In November, right? November yeah. studio season. 11 11. 11 11. Yeah. That's perfect. On like, purpose. On purpose. How, <laughs> yeah. What was this process like for you recording this? Because it sounds like this project, you give the same element of peace, of what's, I'm trying to think of another, like just peaceful. Your music is peaceful to me. And that's the only word I can think of right now. But what I'm thinking of is mm -hmm. you end your free, you start off with a freestyle, mm -hmm. right? And then you end it with your mind is your greatest weapon. Fuck a gun. No more holding back. Leave the past shit where it belongs. And that, mm -hmm. that, that kind of like, and there was another line, I think it was a previous project. And I thought I wrote it down, <laughs> but, I didn't, but you were like, Tyvon this, Tyvon that. And I'm trying to think of the exact verbiage. We'll talk. I'll have to. Oh, three, three, three. Yes. There you Tyvon, go. Tyvon, you're far from dumb. Tyvon, you're far from done. That yes. Boom. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Ooh, my mind. I told you. Of course. So Sorry, going into this project, you were basically releasing all of your worries. Was this a lot of like, did you have, you know, artists, I feel like artists, sometimes they, you have like not pent up, like maybe it was frustration or was it, you know, cause coming off of the reality show doing your, now you're stepping into being a little bit more personal, personal, yeah. like mm -hmm. doing your, your vlogs. How did that inspire releasing on your worries? Cause like, it sounds like you, you, that is on the end of healing. I, yeah. I don't say like, I feel like that's like your three EPs. Like to me, it feels like a, a chap like a different chapter the absolutely oh absolutely that's spot on the, the introduction with versatile and then honeymoon's over and then releasing all your work all oh my god i'm releasing all <laughs> work, all, releasing all worries Woo. yeah yeah and that's like closing it off right mm -hmm. how was that project for you how important was that in your healing journey in your mental journey in your life period Ooh, I will say it started off with me going to therapy. Mm -hmm. um, I started going to therapy in July of 2022. Um, ooh, that that started that started my healing journey, and I realized, you know, I do have talent. I am very lyrical. But I wanted to be more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be more relatable. And I wanted to just be more open. Hence the title, Release All Worries. And, you know, I'm I'm big on, like, wordplay. So, like, yes. with versatile, so, like, with versatile, like, yeah, I'm versatile as far as, like, you know, sexually, but also, like, creative, like, creatively. Like, I wanted to do a wordplay on that. So tying it to raw um you think of you know just being like being like being a raw person like just showing all your flaws showing the shit that you went through being open and just like also trusting yeah because you know i did want it to relate to sex as well, just to kind of, you know, again, wordplay and kind of tie into versatile. And um child. I will say too. Okay, so um when I went to therapy, I realized that I had a lot of um hidden 
trauma mm-hmm. and something that I, you know, I went through, you know, I, I am comfortable to talk about it now, but I was sexually assaulted in 2017. Um, and that was something that I held on to for a long time. It took me a year and a half to even open up to anybody about that. So, um, I really felt like it was important to share that. Like I felt comfortable enough to share, but in a way that you really have to listen to my lyrics. Cause the whole, the last track raw, like it is like, if you really decipher what I'm saying, it is about sexual assault trick, put a trigger warning before I, you know, in the podcast when we edit it. Cause yeah. So, um, you know, that was me opening up about that. But um, just other things as well. Um, just like with Cold World, like that's about depression and, you know, not always being comfortable with my sexuality. Um, Austin's Power is about a friend of mine who passed away in June of 2020. Mm. Um, and he believed in my music so much and um that was a hard time for me too like losing him as a friend and as a supporter um just all all the songs on there are just really like deep yeah and really you know like we all go through loss we all deal with grief um other things that may trigger us or, you know, traumas that we had in the past or that we dealt with or are still dealing with. So I just wanted to be open. I wanted to be, I literally wanted to be raw with my audience, like Mm -hmm. telling y'all, like, I go through shit too. You know, I am nice. I do put a smile on. I'm so supportive. I check on everybody, but you know, just life is, life is not perfect. Like Mm -hmm. it was pretty much like, girl, like I go through shit too. Here it is. Like, let's be more open. So Wow, Tyron, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for feeling comfortable to to share that. That that wow. And now listening, like thinking back, and I will listen to it again to get a whole new perspective. Because I'm like, I said to myself, I said, he's releasing literally, literally your your worry, like your worries, right? You say, oh, but yours is the little hidden. But it's Mm -hmm. like now it has a new meaning to wow, yeah, because. Yeah, and the last song, Raw, it talks about rebirth and things that I went through and, you know, just, you know, but at the end I said, Lena with no layover, I'm still here, bitch. Like, period. And you are. Yeah, like, present. Yeah. <laughs> Focusing on yourself, your health, your self care. You look amazing. You Thank look you. refreshed. Like, this is, a, I feel refreshed listening, looking at you, talking to you. Like, I, I am taking little things to do some readjusting in my life as well. <laughs> so thank you for your not only this is not just a conversation, but it's a learning lesson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for this. Thank you for this. And I it's so with that being said, in your honest hiatus, first of all, mm-hmm. let me go back. Okay. Shout out to you. Congratulations to you on your Vegas performance. Oh, thank you. Like that was back. That was the end. Of, that was right after really. It really, was in January. Yeah. It was, it was at the beginning. Okay. How, yeah. like, real, tell me, how was that experience for you? Like you flew out to Vegas. Yes. You had the artist treatment as you should <laughs> and deserve. Like, Take us through that. Like, how did that come, that opportunity come about? Because that's amazing. Yeah, so shout out to Justin West. He's one of my favorite Black and queer artists that's out currently. He's And he, he's a good friend. He's a good he's a good dude. Um, He's always looked out for me as well. Like, just even going back to Honeymoon's Over, like, with Parks Radio and interviewing me and just making sure that he's putting his people on. He had um, headlined a show for his EP, and I was a guest performance. Um, the first time he asked me, I was like, mm, no, just financially, I didn't know where I was or just what I wanted to do. And to be honest, I never cared to go out to Vegas. I think because like, when I think of Vegas, I think of like gambling and casinos and like that's not the type of person I am. 
Like I'm very frugal, so I don't even want to spend no money to try to make money back. So I'm just like, no, nah, nah. I never really saw me there. But so funny, um, look off track, right? Off topic. <laughs> I am not like we have. I'm here in Pittsburgh, and we have a, a couple casinos, and that is literally my family. Like not like they go, you know, like to go and have. And I'm yeah. like, what am I going for? I go to eat. Period. And, and to get a good drinker here and there. And then I'm like annoyed, like within like the second hour, I'm like, okay, y'all really be like my, no shade, but like I've had family members that have been there from like 2 p.m. <laughs> to like six o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, well, what you got to show for? Oh, I lost all my money. Well, See? what is the point? <laughs> what was the reason? What's the no. reason? Like, <laughs> So that's funny because like my best friend, she's like, you got to go to Vegas. It's a vibe. And that's like, I've never been and I don't have any desire to go. I do plan to go just to be like, knock it off the bucket list. But I don't have any desire to go. But I'm going to shut up. That You sound I'll like me because I said the same thing and, and ended up there. I will say go for it just to experience it. It was a great experience. Um, By the grace of God, you know, like I was able to make it to yeah. Vegas and just really feel seen feel heard by my community like it was it was a great experience and before that I didn't perform since before the pandemic so that was like a return to the stage yeah it's like it was like a rebirth like I've yeah. really been taking like this mantra serious like release all worries like you know just felt like a rebirth like let's get back into performing like let's stop being scared let's stop being so worried you know trust in god he got you like performing after three years was such a blessing and to perform with other black queer artists it was a great restart for me like feeling at home away from home type shit like it felt good. It was amazing. It, it was, I loved it. And I'm thankful. And again, shout out to Justin West, like for that opportunity. Like I'm, I'm grateful for that. So yeah, I'm like, it gave me that momentum too. Like, okay, like you, you performed in Vegas, bitch. Like, let's get the momentum going. Like, like, let's yeah. get out of here. Like, it's no more like holding back. No more holding back. So with that being said, did that re like, although you release R.A.W., releasing All Worries in November, you took this hiatus, like just you got on a stage at the top of a new year. Yeah. Did that fuel some new inspiration? Are we sitting on new music? Are we coming out with new music this year? <laughs> what's next? Because what's what's going on? Like, what's happening? So I will say currently I'm in the research slash writing process. You know, just to give you a little see again with the, with the gym. I don't know if it's just I don't know if it's just me being a Gemini or creative or just you know just just Tyvon child. But I have like thirty plus songs written. Wow. So I'm you know I'm trying to stop myself, but you know the brain just keeps flowing with new ideas and and new topics to talk about. So now with that, I'm just like you know I Is gotta chop it down a little bit. I gotta. Is it too um, early to tell what this sound like? What this might sound like? What is your what the vibe you're going for? Um, it changed about two times. Okay. <laughs> but um, I will I will give you the scoop and say I really want to get into jazz. Okay. I really want to get into the saxophone. Very smoothing calming type of vibe um that's that's the vibe i'm going for like i feel I'm like i'm solidified with that sound but you know now that means i have to get into the production phase of the album it is going to be an album oh okay you know, I'm very about much, exclusive yeah you know like okay like a lot of artists that inspire me They'll drop three EPs or three mixtapes and then they do their album. Like Nikki, she did her three mixtapes into her album. Like, I feel like The Weeknd, he did his three EPs or mixtapes and then did his album. Like, I just feel like for me, like, that's my formula. Like, I did my three EPs, 
it was cute. It was a cute girl, you know. She did her one, she did her two, she did her three. But now I'm like, I don't want to do a fourth EP. Like, I feel like it's time for an album. So that's definitely in the works. I'm taking my time with it. It's my baby. Um, no release date or shit. I don't know if we're going to come out this year or not. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's definitely giving albums. Definitely giving albums. I, yes. Ooh, we got a Rhino <laughs> exclusive. So whenever yes. the album is done and ready you are ready to go and drop it all you gotta do is shoot me a message and we'll you know i should be in a new season just know that the run out loud this platform is open all you got people i've had people that be like hey reach out you know like just hit me up like if i have yeah. the flexibility like i i I'm, love i will say i love talking to you like even though it's just on social media like you have a great spirit so I, and you're doing yeah. a lot for the community and just you know, I see the passion and what you doing, what you doing. So keep doing oh, wow. what you doing. Thank you. No, for real. Yeah, you're welcome. Nice. For real. I'm like, I ain't coming back. Chat. Listen, you're doing a lot. You're doing Thank a you. lot. Thank you. I truly. And I see it and keep doing it. Like, you're great. I, you're amazing. Thank you. You're amazing. I, you're listen, I, my overall goal when I get the budget and the funding, I would love to do like a out loud fest manifest it it's gonna happen you know like i want to do something to celebrate artists like you warren mendino green and you know like a lot of you guys mark fresh bambiana like i there's so many guys that i love and respect and i've had on the show multiple times and i you know i would have y'all on a lineup i will make it a two-day fest okay yeah i can see that i see the vision I would love that. Love that. So we're going to keep that in mind because you you know you want to line up. I just got to yeah. have the first because I want to pay my artists. <laughs> I want to <laughs> pay y'all because y'all deserve, okay? You, you know, you Thank got you. a threat to mainstream artists. I, I say that all the time. Oh, <laughs> You're right about that. Okay. You're so right about that. <laughs> my last question to you, Tyvon, is I asked all of my Ryan Out Loud guests this question because you know, it can change. It's even changed for me when I started this podcast. Um, but mm-hmm. what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, I would tell my younger self to not care so much about opinions because I really let what people thought about me, I really let that affect me and get to me. You know, thankfully, it led me to where I am now, as confident and secure as I am now. But I would tell my younger self, like, Tyvon, like, these people's opinions do not matter. You're a great person at heart. Stick to it. And I did. I stuck to it. So, you know, I don't got to give that part to my younger self because I was always, like, a nice kid. But just I just wish I didn't let it bother me as much as it did but um then I was telling it's gonna be all good regardless because what you put out into the world comes back to you 10 times fold like come on you know blessings on top of blessings on top of blessings like yeah, yeah I was telling myself like time on girl like why you care about opinions like that but child we all got one but yeah that's that's the life I'll get to myself go through that to and you think of like I think of stuff like that like how I'm like damn I let people or their opinions hold me back for so long but I'm like yes now they over there and I'm still over here and I'm clocks okay mm-hmm. do your thing live <laughs> your truth live your best life live your absolutely Tyvon thank you so much for this this was a therapy no session this was uh I I feel rejuvenated listening to you talk about your career, your passion, and even mm. being vulnerable. And I, I, I love you. Thank you. I Thank love you too. You. Mission accomplished. Like this is a safe space. Ryan Aloud is a yeah. safe space for Black queer creatives, and I don't think it could get any safer than this. So yeah. thank you for yeah. sharing what you shared. I, I look. I had a little emotion. Like just you know, thank you, thank you for taking the time out of your peaceful day. <laughs> Okay, you're peaceful. This is peaceful, so 
You talk- it ain't shifting my peace. Talking to you is, is peaceful. I appreciate that. And just let the Ryan Outlaw listeners know where they can find you on social media or whatever's active. You know, with- <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, y'all can find me on Instagram at T-Y-V-E-N-R or just search Tyvon. It'll pop up as well on Instagram. I'll put all um, the links. Yeah, the link, I'll put everything in the Yeah, I'm on all streaming platforms. T-Y-V-A-N, Tyvon. That's the only active. Oh, and my YouTube, um, Tyvon and Rico. You can subscribe as well. I will be back. So, yeah, you can find me on those two platforms. Warming up, warming <laughs> up. You'll be back. You'll be back. Yeah. Taking the time you need. Thank you, Tyvon, for coming on to Ryan Out Loud. Ryan Out Loud listeners, this is this concludes a beautiful, amazing episode of Ryan Out Loud. Remember, y'all, Black Lives Matter. Black queer lives matter and Black trans lives matter. That will never change. And I hope y'all are staying safe, protect your energy, and just stay you, stay beautiful. And we'll be back next week.